You're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Uh, we're excited about being in the tournament. Uh, we understand the scarcity of these opportunities. We don't take that for granted. We also take a great deal of pride of being representatives of the AFC North in this tournament and, and the other representatives of the AFC North uh, in this tournament. We got a lot of divisional pride. Uh, we believe the, 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 the tough battles that are on display week in and week out as we push toward this tournament in terms of sorting out the AFC North really hardens us for this tournament, positions us for this tournament. I'm sure Baltimore and Cleveland feels the same way. Um, but at the end of the week, man, all the talking is going to stop and it's just going to be the play. And, and, and that's how it should be. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious Seven. My dogs, my nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm back in the studio again this week with another playoff edition of Straight No Chaser. And this time I reached out to Baker Did What, also known as D from Within Ohio Bias. I was hoping he could provide us with some much needed perspective to what is an unprecedented end to an unprecedented season. So without any further ado, D, welcome to Dogs by Nature Radio. This is D from Within Ohio Bias. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DG216WAOB. Um, and then, of course, you can always check out anything we got related at WithinOhioBias.com. Very glad to be on the pod. Thank you for inviting me, Thelonious 7, to talk Browns, as always. It's great to have you back, and especially at such a critical time in the narrative of this fan base. We're going to get into some of the pressing issues. But before we do, it's been a while since our discussion on having a winning record. The Browns are, in fact, alive in the race for the Lombardi. I wanted to hear how the end of the season felt for you. Are you getting a chance to appreciate this unique moment? You know, the feeling that you get with what the Browns have done, you know, finishing the season 11-5, and beating the Steelers. I don't care. They had Steelers uniforms on, so they're the Steelers. Um, and then getting into this playoff game, it was surreal because this is the feeling that we all have been waiting for. Um, and, you know, in the midst of everything going on in the world, it just felt really – I mean, it felt great. I don't, There's no other way to describe it, the euphoria. Um, and just, you know, walking tall Monday, I mean, I almost – I couldn't sleep – you know, waiting for the game. And then after the game, I couldn't sleep. You're trying to, you know, like everybody's tweet and retweet everything and and just soaking it all in because it feels so good after everything that us as Browns fans have been through. Everybody knows, you know, the 18-year history and all that. So this is the moment that we deserved and I definitely was reveling in that moment. I did my best to enjoy Victory Monday. But unfortunately, this week, that turned into a terrible Tuesday. And the main reason I wanted to talk to you is to get your perspective on the recent news that Stefanski and Batonio headline a number of players and coaches that have landed in the infirmary or otherwise are unavailable to play in this Sunday's game against the Steelers due to the pandemic restrictions. Uh, just how bad is this? How do you begin to process this kind of a roller coaster ride? So I was in line to get one of the GV artwork playoff t-shirts when the news hit about Stefanski and Batonio and everything. And it was kind of processing it. But once again, to go back to like what I was just talking about with the, you know, euphoria and whatnot, everybody in that line was so happy. It was a lot of smiles behind the mask. Uh, people were just really like it, leaning into the moment, um, really embracing the moment. It was, it, it, it was, it was bad news and it was hard to process. It took hours of consternation to really put it together. But I kind of believe this is the way. 
this is the way that this is the road we're going to have to take. It's always going to be more difficult. Us, us real Cleveland Browns fans know that. And um, this is going to be the story. And nobody's going to have to add any extra drama to the script or the for when the movie comes out about how the Browns won the Super Bowl. So that's the way I feel. I mean, it, it sucks. There's no other way to say it. It's, it's a kick in the balls, all the terms you want to use. But I really do believe that this is just the way it has to be, considering everything going on. But D, man, level with me. Is it really hopeless? Can you envision a path to victory in this contest? What would have to happen for Cleveland to somehow shock the catch-up capital? You know, the opportunity is still there. It's not It's not hopelessness. I got kind of through that, you know, feeling bad and whatnot. I almost, you know, just wanted to walk away from the whole situation because it's just like OIC and all this stuff, you know. But the opportunity is still in front of us. They still can... Beat the Steelers somehow, some way. Whoever's left to coach and play, I mean, they still have the opportunity. Any given Sunday, all the cliches you want to use. Um, in our darkest hour, who knows who's going to step up and, and light the way. So um, we have talent on this football team. They went 11-5. and five, um, And now they have, you know, the the extra motivation to win for Batonio and for their coach who, you know, has done an amazing job in the midst of this whole pandemic. I mean, you know, so you still got a lot of talent out there on the field. They can hopefully get it together the way that the, any way. I mean, it's basically any means necessary right now. Any way that they can put together what they need to put together to show up on Sunday night and get a victory. Um, you know, we're behind them. Win, lose, just no ties. So <laughs> I want to say, too, um, you know, for Coach Stefanski and Joe Petonio and anybody that tested positive, the Corona sucks. It just sucks, you know. And it's prayers up not only for them because it's our favorite sports team, but for everybody suffering through this pandemic. Um, let that be clear. For the people that think sports shouldn't be going on, well, it's billions of dollars, so it is going on. And we just got to, you know, like you said, the roller coaster ride. I mean, see the points close, so we just got to take this ride and enjoy it for what it is. And I mean, we all do need to escape considering how long the pandemic's been going on. Definitely agree with that. D, I really appreciate your optimism in this situation. Knew this was going to be an uphill battle traveling on the road to the greater Allegheny region, but that road becomes even tougher without your Pro Bowl left guard. Long tenure Joel Batonio, now out for the game. As well as your spiritual, emotional leader and play caller, Kevin Stefanski. The word is that during the week, Stefanski can lead the team from afar. But once the game starts on Sunday, including halftime, Stefanski's not permitted to communicate with the team in any way, shape, or form. So none of those Ray Farmer and Shanahan shenanigans. And speaking of shenanigans, probably the hardest thing for me is dealing with the Steelers fans who seem to be channeling their inner Dabo Sweeney. Why does this game have to be against the ketchup drinkers? Do you have some strategies for dealing with that lot? When it comes to dealing with people, we all got a little more time on our hands. So my whole thing is just have fun with people on social. Um, you know, I got time some days where I will go back and forth with people, you know, but I will give you one strategy. Get two good uh, arguments out there. If it's two good tweets, two good things, and then walk away from the conversation and let it be. So you got an opening statement and a closing statement because, like, if, you, if you're the type of person that gets easily frustrated with other people, which happens all of us some days, that's not the day to go back and forth. But if you got the time another day, I'd say go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, go all out on somebody, especially these Squirrelers fans who can't shut up. And, you know, they just want to keep us down, but we're not down anymore. We're 11-5, and five, 
and they know that the Browns are coming and they know they got a dinosaur for a quarterback that they're going to be at the bottom of the division looking up at us for the next couple of years. Appreciate the positive imagery to end your last take. Excellent job there. But let's be real. On the road, facing our rivals in Northeast West Virginia without our head coach and some of our best players. Man, bro, how are you going to watch this game? Could it be possible that Mason is in fact now better than Ben Roethlisberger? Or is all this game just a formality with a foregone conclusion? But what do you see shaking out? I don't think Mason Rudolph is better than Ben Roethlisberger, but I think he's just got a little fresh perspective. He's got the continuity from being from Oklahoma State with James Washington. So that shows Deontay Johnson wasn't dropping balls, so that helped. But, um, you know, and then, you know, the warden wasn't out there in our secondary. So um, we got the win. I think it's possible that they play better. Hopefully the warden's out there this year. I mean, this year. Hopefully the warden's out there for this game. Um, they're going to they, they get B.J. Goodson back. Jacob Phillips is running around. I want to say a special thank you to Olivier Vernon, who played his ass off for the second half of the season. Really appreciate it watching that. And hopefully he gets well and gets to playing again. Um, I just and I'm praying for whoever's playing left guard, you know, during this game. We have the best opportunity to win this game is physicality. We've got to come out and hit the Steelers hard and just give them the dose of Chubb Hunt. We know what the combo is. Those guys got to get the ball 40 times somehow between the two of them. So I know they've been keeping the carries down on, on, on Chubb. Well, this is the moment. There's nothing left to lose. You know, it's like the old dodgeball. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no need to hold anything back. All those things, they've got to get those guys the ball and just, you know, we got to try to road grade those Steelers' front line. And I think that could be the difference. That takes the time of possession, plays into that. So that strategy will be that it keeps their offense off the field and then their offenses has pressure when they get on the field to make play. Hopefully Miles Garrett is feeling a little bit better. And hopefully all the Browns are staying away from those hot tubs and cold tubs because um, the facility has been closed. So it, you just hope whoever's available to go, they can go and they can play well. And, you know, I really, I really do believe that somehow – in this, in this moment that the Browns will win. If they don't win, we still are on our way. And that's the thing that when the other question was, you know, is it hopeless? It's not hopeless. Finally, we have hope. And that's the feeling that we've been searching for for so long. So don't let any Squealer fan online or anybody else, I don't care what team they root for. Our team is good. The, the, the state of the Browns is strong and we will keep going forward. And so like, I, I, I really am hopeful for Sunday night, but even with that, whatever happens, I am hopeful for the future of the Cleveland Browns, and that's not a feeling that we've had. So hold on to it. Hold on to that joy. Don't let anybody steal it from you. Our guest is Baker Did What, also known as DG from the With an Ohio Bias podcast. For the record, he can be found at DG216WAOB on Twitter. So D, really appreciate you stopping through feel like I'm far more prepared for what I'm going to see this weekend. Thank you for taking your time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Uh, before you go, do you have any parting thoughts for our audience? Um, parting thoughts, again, just don't let nobody steal your joy. I'm very happy to be here at Thelonious 7 for this opportunity to talk about the Browns. Um, 
I want to give a couple shout outs to Browns fans living in Atlanta and San Francisco, Alex and Malik. Um, my, my friend's dad, you know what I'm saying? All the long suffering Browns fans, BJ's dad, uh, Mr. Sherger. Like, I just, I, like, I know what this means to all of us out here. And it was a great season, no matter what happens. You know what I'm saying? But we are in a playoff game. So enjoy it for what it is. I'm going to be on my couch with some party favors and, and we're going to, we're going to revel in this moment. Rebel in this moment, win or lose. You can always follow my tweets again. Uh, it's DG216WAOB on Twitter, uh, WinstonOhioBias.com. Um, you'll, you'll see me fast and furious during the game. And as always, go Browns. Columbia 7, thank you again for everything. Bro, the pleasure's all mine. Thanks so much for stopping by. Hopefully we get to hear from you again soon at the end of the year Dog Summit, which is scheduled for the second week in February, I think. And with that, we'll put this one in the books. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to make Dogs by Nature Radio a part of your day. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I'm your host, Thelonious7, on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.